82-61. to 61. Scott Gerard, J.C. Carroll, and, of course, now the coach, Danny Sprinkle. And, uh, Coach, it was, uh, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've watched a few of your games this year. I've been on the sideline. I've seen you in action. This is probably as as a uh, as hard of coaching as I've watched you do in the course of the game. You were you were getting after these guys tonight. Well, yeah, like we're just sloppy. We're casual. Yeah. Like our turnovers, all 14 of them, like we, they were just sloppy plays. I mean, some of great start. Like we have to clean that up if we want to continue to win. And we're lucky, you know, they didn't make threes like they usually did now some of that was our defense but we had some breakdowns too where we're leaving their shooters just open and you can't do that you know and so we dodged some bullets you know i, I will give our guys credit i thought our aggressiveness in the second half getting the free throw line 17 times and we actually started throwing the ball inside mm. you know we had it in the first half too and our guards just weren't throwing the ball inside um and we had you know open looks you know i needed this guy here <laughs> to shoot some of them but we uh you know proud of the way they they kind of came out in the second half with, with a little bit of an edge. Yeah, we talked about at halftime. We, we figured that you guys would make some adjustments, come out and have a really good second half. Uh, great turnovers. Yeah, there were some that were just were, were just, just goofy, unforced type things. We had four things. turnovers on outlets. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. just throwing the ball out of bounds. Exactly. We All mentioned right. that that might not be a fun film session in the next uh, the next day or so or, or practice, but, um, no. um, you know, a couple of things that stood out to me were one, you know, great got to the foul line. We were actually talking about uh, he was getting close to school record and attempts, uh, made a good percentage of them. Then talk about your guards and and you know Darius ends up with a double double with rebounds. Uh, Mason Falslove, you know, how much does that help a team when the guards come and do that kind kind of work? Huge, and we we stressed that a lot the last two days because they're a three point shooting team. So we knew, you know, usually they attempt like twenty eight a game. So we knew there would be some long rebounds if we were if we were guarding the line. And our guards, they needed to, you know, they needed to gobble those up. And they did. You know, I thought even Mason, like when he got his and when he gets when he gets the defensive rebound and pushes it in transition, we play at a different speed. And uh, it got us going. We got a couple layups. And what we did was on some of those misses where great would rim run and then that's the best time to throw it in the post. And so we got some of those early post touches and, and got to the free throw line. You challenged a couple guys um, throughout the course of the game. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like guys respond? Because sometimes guys don't respond to hard coaching, whether it's practice, in-game, things like that. And it seemed like throughout the course of the game, guys responded well. Yeah, no, they did. And, I mean, Grayton and Darius, I can coach them hard because yeah. I know I've coached them long enough, and I know they're going to respond. You know, I didn't like Ian's energy in the first 20 minutes at all. And he, he's too talented of a player to float like that and to be casual like that. I mean, if you're a dynamic wing like him and you're running up the lane twice and not looking for the basketball, I have a problem with that. Like, I expect him to be great, and I'm not going to let up on him because he's too talented, and that's my job, and we're going to show him that in film. Yeah, we saw that, specifically talking about, about yeah. him. Uh, we saw you get on him, and we did see him respond. He responded by making a couple good offensive plays, yeah. getting a good rebound, and then you went back and, and you told him about it, like, hey, that's what we expect. That's yep. what it is, and I think that's the mark of a good coach uh, that really understands his players. Um, I don't get a chance to talk to you much about your guys, but uh, as I sit and watch, you know, Darius, what are some of the intangibles that, that you really uh, like that Darius brings to the team? He's, he's a steadying force for our team. You know, yep. like when he has the ball, everybody's comfortable, yep. you know, because they know he, he's a pass-first point guard. They know they're going to get shots when he has the ball, and they're just comfortable. Post guys know if they screen and roll, they're going to get it. If guards lift, they're going to get it. And so it's 
when you have somebody like that, everybody kind of does their job a little bit easier because right. everybody else is trying to score. But even on the defensive side, you know, I thought he got some, some good steals in the second half uh, that, that we were able to transition on. And, you know, for him to have 10 rebounds and, you know, five assists is huge. Yeah. I watched uh, the two games last year against San Jose State. San Jose State won in San Jose and probably should have won here in Logan last year. Um, and Cardenas just was so impressive to watch. Yeah. And watching Darius, like you could tell that he was not used to that level of physicality because Darius was right up in him most of the game. And really, you know, there were a couple times on that high pick where he yeah. tried to drive and Darius would just stonewall him. And he's like, you yeah. know, just watching him defensively is just so much fun to watch. It is, you know, and he's he's got such a strong upper body. You yeah. know, when he gets there, oh, he, yeah. he can handle that contact. You know, and it's we're going to play against the guy Saturday, Lamont Butler, that does the exact same thing to people. And so, you know, and that's that's what we're building for. And that's that's why I get frustrated when we're casual. Yeah. Because if we go to, to Viejas on Saturday and, and, have, and we're casual like that, we have no chance. You know, you can't turn the ball over against, you know, opponents in the Mountain West and be able to get away with it consistently. Yeah, Coach, what is kind of your uh, – you talk about turnovers a little bit. You, know, you said you with 14, I think. Yeah, which 10's our goal. 10's the goal. That was the question. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So because I'm looking at it going, hey, I think 14 is actually is in the thing, but the goal is 10. 10, yeah. And the times where we're like anywhere from between 9 and 11. Yeah. You win we, games. We, you, yeah, you win games because you have to get a shot on the basket. You've got to make teams – because usually when you turn it over, the other team's transitioning. Yeah. You know as well as anybody, even at the – at the highest level, if you miss a layup, the other team's transitioning and getting a layup. Yep. You know, and we had a couple in the first half that were four-point swings where we missed literally wide-open layups. So, look, I know you're in the middle of it. You're, you got a lot on your mind with the game and everything like that, but we just got to take a moment here. Your first game as a head coach was in this building. Yep. And your 100th win as a head coach is in this building. I didn't want to say anything to you at the coaches show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say did. anything in the pregame conversation. Uh, you, were, you were there at 99, but congratulations. What does that mean to you as Thank a head you. coach? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it means I had really good players and I have a really good staff. <laughs> yeah. Because like I told those guys, I, I haven't made one shot. I haven't had an assist, a rebound, dove on the – nothing. You have, that's what great players do. Stu Morrill won a lot of games with this guy, too. You yeah. know, and the better players you have, the the quicker I'll get to 200 with the better players I have. Hey, that's a really good answer. Yeah. That's a really good answer, but as a guy sitting here, the coach has way more to do with that than just good players. Like, as a player, I appreciate that answer, but uh, give credit where credit's due. Thank you. 100 wins is, is nothing to sneeze at. That's It's hard to go out and win games. It's hard to win games in Mountain West. And uh, sometimes at Utah State and on good teams, we get, as fans, we get accustomed to, hey, we're just yeah. supposed to win. The amount of effort, time, film sessions, preparation that goes into each win. Um, so very well deserving. Congrats on 100 wins. That's awesome. I appreciate it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to win one game. Yeah. The prep and the time and the focus from the players, the staff, to win one game. It, it's a lot of hours. You know, I've been a media member for a while, and that's the one thing that always surprised me is you guys and other staffs have been really kind to let me behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I'm always blown away by how much work and how much prep goes into one yeah. singular game. It, game. Just, it just amazes me, yep. the work you guys do behind the it, scenes. It's amazing that people actually want to be coaches. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Well, yep. congratulations, Coach. And uh, uh, we'll see you in San Diego. Should be a fun one down there. You bet. Go Aggies. There he is. Danny hey, Sprinkle, 100 wins in his career as a head coach, which, uh, again, is just a remarkable number as quick as he's been able to accomplish that and uh, notch up 
uh, that triple digit. By the way, just trying to get a quick update on the San Diego State-Colorado State game.